Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Alana Monaghan about her wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a reception at the St. Augustine Ballroom at the Grand Floridian and a dessert party at the Grand Floridian Marina. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Alana. Hi, how are you doing? I am awesome. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. So I actually did the college program in 2018 down at Disney World, and my now husband did the international college program. So we actually met down there during our college programs, and so we knew that that was where we wanted to go back. That's where we got engaged. So we kind of knew that's where we wanted to have our wedding. Got it. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? I think they kind of figured that was what we were thinking because, you know, that's where we met, but they were really excited. Some of our family and friends go to Disney all the time and some have never been or only been once. So everyone was really excited. That's great. Now he was on the international program. So does that mean his family had to travel from a far distance? Yes. So he's from England. So his family and friends came from England. Wow. Okay, great. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? So we kind of had it in our mind that we should invite double of what we wanted to come. And that ended up being about accurate for us. So we invited about 160 people and we had 80 people. Did you set up a room block for your guests? We did. Yes, we had three different tiers. We had Pop Century, Port Orleans Riverside and the Grand Floridian. And how did you choose those? We wanted everyone to have somewhere budget-wise that would fit into what they were hoping to spend. In addition, those were kind of our favorite resorts at each tier, and we stayed at Port Orleans Riverside, so we just felt like that would be perfect for everyone. Everyone could find somewhere that worked for them. That's nice. How did you guys choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? Sam, my husband, he is from England, like I said before, and we needed to have it during a specific week where schools are on break over in England. So that specifically kind of narrowed us down to end of October. And then we wanted to have enough time where people, if they couldn't stay for long, they could come just for the weekend. So we ended up choosing 9 a.m., on a Sunday morning. That way people could come on Saturday and in theory leave Sunday night if they really needed to. And I also really wanted the sunrise to be happening during like our first look and everything, just because photos were really important to me. So that's kind of how we settled on that day and time. Wonderful. Now, how did you choose the ceremony and reception venues? 
a lot of my family is kind of more traditional with weddings and we felt like the wedding pavilion kind of combined the traditional aspect that some of our family would be looking for but also the Disney aspect that we really wanted and then in terms of the reception venue we just felt like it was the perfect kind of clean slate spot for us to make it into whatever we wanted to and it was conveniently located to the wedding pavilion so that's how we decided on that. Got it. And let's talk about how you made it into what you wanted. It it seemed like you had a really cool tangled theme for your event. What kinds of stuff did you add for that? We had the lanterns with purple and pink flowers at the end of each of the aisles at the wedding pavilion. And then we had the big tangled boat on the altar with pink and purple flowers. And then our cake was also beautiful and it was all tangled themed as well. And then we had a boxwood wall that kind of tied in the pinks and purples from our tangled theme. We also moved our tangled boat over to be on the sweetheart table as our kind of like decoration over there, as well as the lanterns and the pink and purple flowers were all moved over to be centerpieces for the tables. And then our tables themselves, we kind of decided to do a sidekick theme. So that's kind of where we strayed a little bit from the Tangled theme. So we had different sidekicks from all of our favorite Disney movies like Miko, Bruni, Pua. And those were the names of the actual tables. But everything else, including the gobos on the wall, were all Tangled themed. That's wonderful. Did you use any outside vendors for this? We did use outside vendors for photography and videography. Got it. Okay. But everything else, the boxwood wall and all of the tangled things you got directly from Disney. Yes. Everything else was right through Disney. So then how did you guys choose your officiant for your ceremony? We actually went to the Disney Brides group and looked around to see different officiants that other brides had used in the past. And we chose our officiant, which was Valerie Tucker, because we thought it was kind of like a perfect fit. She was also British. And so it kind of paid homage to my husband and his, you know, heritage and being British as well. And it was just kind of a fun surprise that we didn't tell anyone about going into it, but especially his family and friends really loved. (laughs) Did you add any entertainment to the ceremony or to the reception? We had Minnie and Pluto at the reception, which was most people's favorite part of our wedding, actually. Oh, that's wonderful. Did you choose a special outfit for Minnie? Yeah, she was in kind of like the purple tangled theme that matched the bridesmaids and the flowers and everything. That's cool. And then how did you choose that combination of Minnie and Pluto? Pluto is my husband Sam's favorite character and has been since he was a little boy. And then we kind of wanted someone for me to have. And we didn't really want to do any face characters in terms of like sticking with the tangled theme. So we thought Minnie Mouse in her purple dress would be a perfect fit. Oh, that's wonderful. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you could recommend? Our cake, we had two different flavors and they were both very, very popular. We did French toast cake with a cream cheese filling and then a lemon cake with raspberry mousse filling. And then for the actual food, we had a big variety because we kind of did brunch. So we had breakfast and lunch things. But one thing that everyone really loved was we had tried a beef in bourbon demi glaze at our menu tasting and everyone really really loved that that was 
almost everybody's favorite thing about the wedding menu. That's great. Can you talk a bit about the dessert party you added at Grand Floridian Marina? Yeah, for sure. So that we had our rehearsal right before at the wedding pavilion. And then we went over there. The fireworks view was absolutely beautiful. The sound was beautiful, getting to hear all the music and everything being piped right in. We kind of did a dessert package, but we also added meats and cheeses to kind of give everyone something savory, especially because we had just come over from being at the rehearsal. So we added on to the traditional package, but it was really, really popular and all of our family and friends loved it. And for a lot of our guests, that was like their first time ever seeing fireworks at Disney. So it was really special. Oh, that's great. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day ran? For sure. So we started our day at about 3 a.m. with hair and makeup, and we did that up until 7 o'clock, and that's when we did our first look. So we met down by the fountain out back at the Grand Floridian, and the rest of the bridesmaids and bridal parties went and collected their florals. And then at about 9 o'clock, the carriage came to pick me and my sister up from the side of the Grand Floridian and take us over to the wedding pavilion. And then we had our ceremony from 9.30 to about 10. And then we had our exit with bubbles. We chose to do bubbles instead of petals, which is what I had originally thought we were going to do. And then we had our exit with a carriage. And then we went over to... The reception where my husband and I went into a separate room and we kind of had our own time to have some of the pre-reception snacks that everyone else was enjoying. And we also had Mickey bars. Our actual reception started at 1130 and it ran until 330. So it was about four hours. And in there we had our food, cake cutting, the characters, lots and lots of dancing. And it was just the perfect amount of time for us all everyone was really really happy and just had a great day that's wonderful when you were planning what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget so one really important thing for me was photography and videography those were two major things that we really focused on another thing that was really important to us was food especially to my mom who kind of helped plan the whole thing with the two of us. She was really set on food and also just a DJ that could cater to all age groups. My family, we have some very traditional members of our family. We have a lot of friends that were there. I would say about two thirds of the guests were our friends, but we also had a lot of family. So we wanted to make sure that everyone felt included and everyone felt incorporated into the music choices. So those are probably our three kind of biggest areas that we focused on. That's interesting about the DJ. Who did you end up choosing? We had DJ Chuck Johnson, and he also was one of everybody's favorite aspects of our day. He played the perfect mix of music for all of us. That's so great to hear. Were there aspects that were less important when you were planning? Maybe where you saved your money or just your effort? 
So our invitations, we actually did ourselves. We have a cricket at home. So that was one area where we saved a pretty considerable amount, especially with the number of people that we were inviting and that we had come. In addition, we also kind of did favors that served a purpose. So we did the chocolate favors that had the table numbers and those were very, very popular. We had the little tangled sun put on each of them to keep with our theme. And then also in terms of a welcome party for us, we kind of recognized that everyone was coming in at different times and everyone had different things going on. So we just had something super casual. We just had little welcome bags with just waters and pretzels, just things that were simple and everyone could use. Water, especially everyone really wanted. And we just had everyone kind of stop by our room the day before, pick it up, and we had pizza for everybody. And so that really worked for us. It was super simple, but it served the purpose of what we were hoping for, and everyone was really happy with it. That's a great idea. So out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I would say... My favorite memory was when Sam and I were in our little separate room before the reception started, and we had just been given our Mickey bars and kind of done that moment, and then we were taken into the reception to see the room for the first time, and we got to see our cake with our little figure of our dog on it, and just the whole space come together with all the little sidekicks and the just everything we had really dreamed of come together without anyone in there. It was just really special to see it all come together and just have a moment. The two of us, we did our own little first dance and it was just really special. That's fantastic. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Honestly, everything came together really, really well. We had an incredible day of Disney coordinator that was with us the entire time and she was phenomenal from start to end and it was just everything went perfectly that's great was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be a big deal I would say for me personally, the whole planning experience seemed like a big deal to me because as a planner it was very stressful that we were still making what I consider to be pretty big decisions a week before. And there were several points where I was very worried that things wouldn't come together. Things about our boxwood wall color flowers not being correct in the floral BEO, just little things that I was really worried about. One thing that was super important to me was the sidekicks being the table names. And that wasn't finalized until the week of the wedding. So I think it was very hard for me to understand that everything would work out in the couple of days or weeks leading up to the wedding, just because it was very stressful. But on the day, everything that we asked for was perfect and it was there exactly as we wanted it. So yeah, that was kind of a hard thing that we weren't sure about, but it definitely came together in the end. That's so great to hear. Do you have any tips or advice for future Disney couples? I would say to keep an open line of communication with your wedding planner. Our wedding planner was absolutely amazing and she worked with us on everything. And if she didn't know something, she was getting an answer as soon as possible. And I think also, you know, we expect pretty prompt responses out of them. So also giving them that same courtesy to keep things moving and to answer in a timely fashion. 
And I would also say just to have conversations with your vendors or anyone that you can have contact with before. So for example, we had contact with our DJ. Disney sent us their information a couple weeks before the wedding. So we made sure we had really important conversations with them about what our priorities were, what we did want, what we didn't want. And I think that really helped just making sure that we had those intentional conversations so that things all came together on the day of. That's great advice. So another piece of advice that we had also was that we actually used your book the entire time from the way, way start before we even kind of solidified our dates until the very end. That was kind of our go-to for all of our questions, as well as listening to different podcasts to get ideas and different tips from other previous couples. So both of those were huge resources that we definitely took advantage of throughout the whole process. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Alana, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. This has been lovely. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.